Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Living the Dream Almost Live. My name is Mark Cridland. I'm the producer. I try to hold it all together, but with comedians, it can be a bit chaotic. This week, I'm joined by our regular comedian, Mr. Paul Tingey. And as AMJ is off again, we have a guest host in the form of Mr. Trevor Feelgood, bringing the funnies along with them both. Now, this week, we talk about... Trevor's new AMJ soundboard. Yes, he's got clips of AMJ. And yeah, typical Trev. That's all I'm going to say. We also talk about New Zealand's Bat of the Year award, which went a bit weird. And New Zealand, they sacked their official wizard. Why? Well, find out. Uh, But because of that news story, Paul comes up with loads of really rubbish wizard jokes. Just get your dad jokes mind on and yeah you'll enjoy it uh we talk about the big news of course from this week was the christmas in a can and that's you know how good is it how good really is it trev's got some uh, news stories about a mum who's given birth to the third heaviest baby in the uk and how to keep dogs happy with stuff it's weird i don't know just you're gonna have to listen because it's trev's news stories and they go weird there's a hiker who gets lost uh, but it's his own fault really and toys r us are coming back to the uk at last yay but was it geraldine giraffe that ruined it the first time around possibly plus we have the big thing the one thing that everyone listens to this podcast for the nonsensical quiz yes we have a guest comedian this week he's coming back for a second go he's the lovable bald irish funny man no not dara o'brien but gareth dorian yes he's back again trying to get hold of that crown because he didn't win last time but does he win this time you're just gonna have to sit back relax and enjoy another week of living the dream hello hello Shall oh, I start what's the... that voice Oh, we're still doing this, are we? I thought I'm a regular now. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We should be used to Trevor now because um, AMJ's buggered off again. He's, he's off. Let's, let's not worry about the bad stuff. I've got some good news for you, Feathers. Oh, what's that? Let's start the podcast off with. Good news. Well, can you remember uh, the opening of Series 2, Episode 1, Dillerman? Yes. Yeah, well, on the YouTube, it broke the 100 watched figure Ooh. this week. How about that? Oh, nice. Go. I didn't even notice that, but yeah. Oh, it's good. That's good news. Yay. So we get, we're getting more and more people that are finding us on the YouTubes. Uh, and so, yeah, if you, if you know people that don't have podcast sites, don't have uh, accounts on any podcast sites, then tell them to head over to the YouTubes. Uh, if you, the easiest way is just to search. See, yeah, us can see the nice picture behind me, but everyone else, head over to Musical Insights on YouTube and you can find it all on there. With 190 subscribers. <laughs> that 
was ever so funny, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got twenty-five of these. Trevor has. Are they all AMJ? They're all AMJ. That. <laughs> <laughs> that was ever so funny, Cridland. <laughs> Where did you get these from? I asked him this afternoon if he could send me some uh, audio clips, and he sent 25 of them and said they're all gold. <laughs> it was a really strange time for me. And I mean, I had to find out who I was, which was really a hard thing to do for anyone, really, having to find out who you are in a place you don't really know, being a person that you're not really fond of at the time, and trying to work out what you want to do with the rest of your life. And it was at that point I thought, maybe roller skating is not for the dyspraxics. What's that? <laughs> He's got time to do that, but not to record us a funny advert. Yeah. Well, I, I said to him, there's, there's so much on it, you don't need me. You, don't, you just have, to have him speaking on it. I agree with that statement, Mark. See? He was <laughs> no, he wasn't figured for a crime he didn't commit, no. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, no AMJ again. This time he's not gigging. He's actually gone to a gig instead. Yeah, he's gone to watch the wonderful Robin Ince. I've worked with Robin Ince before. How about that? Hmm. I've seen Robin Ince at a station, and then I tweeted about it and said, I've seen Robin Ince at a station, and he saw it. And he said I was going to a festival. And I didn't even tag him in it. So he, he valenty searches his own name. Mm, who doesn't? Or he follows Trevor Feelgood on Twitter. He might do. Yes. Like Lou Sanders does. Lou Sanders now follows me on Twitter, yeah. which is which is worrying. So the court case will be, op- be open soon. Um, do you want to listen to this one? It's fine. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Right, um, as as we've got you as a uh, as a guest host again, Mr. Trevor Feelgood, I'll let you start with uh, this week's first weird news story. What have you got for us? Right, I've got a story of the bird of the year. Now, can you guess what what uh, bird won bird of the year this year? Oh, can I say something really, Mr. Mr. Journalistic? No. Yes. No, you know, I mean, we can say the word. It's not yeah. Carol Vorderman, no. That's what I was expecting to say, though, Trev. No, so, look, right, no. Sharon, name a common bird. No, um... I don't mean that, by the way. It's just a... Come on, I've learned the format of this now. Sorry. I asked you a question about the news story, and then we answer it, and then we have giggles. Come on. Um, I, well, uh, was it the blue speckled tit? Oh, right, yeah. Okay, so, Mark Gridlin, what what do you think the answer is? Uh, I, I think it's uh, a, a blue tit. <laughs> Are you taking the mic out of Trevor or Dave there? Chris? No, that was that was definitely me. That was definitely <laughs> me. It really annoys me that everyone can do a really good impression. I, you don't need me. Uh, no, Are we finished with our suggestions. Oh, uh, was it was it Robin Redbreast? Yeah, Mark's be- Mark's impression is better than yours. <laughs> yeah, well, I do a better Dave impression. Do you? Do you yeah. really? Uh, I know the real Dave. You saying that Dave isn't real? He is real. We'll oh. see him. We will see him in December, won't we? Apparently. Yes. Going into the yeah. advert. Yeah, you're going to be doing a live version of this. Which yeah, I, I can't wait for. told about this. Oh, oh Adam's, Adam's has announced that you're, you're doing this and you're doing a live version of it, apparently. I don't know about this. Yeah, it's on my poster. Have you not oh, seen the poster? Now, is it the full podcast we're doing or just the quiz? 
Just the quiz, I think. Well, great. I don't need to go then. Oh, oh no, you don't need to go. No, no, Dave and Geraldine need to go. Yeah. I'll look after the house. That'll be one, uh, one fair seat in. in the car then. So, the winner of Bird of the Year in New Zealand... Oh, oh was it the Kiwi? No. Was no. it the Albatross? No. Was it the Bald-Headed Falcon? No. Was it... The bald-headed Irishman. Oh, no, he's, he's on later. Yeah, he's he's on, on later. Yeah. Was it... Oh, Trev, what was it? Was it the peacock? No, it wasn't a bird at all. It was a bat. Oh, yes, it was. It was um, T. Manuranugu Etui. Yeah, what he, what he <laughs> said. In New Zealand, they wanted <laughs> to... I think whatever you said, Paul, wasn't he the director of uh, Four Ragnarok? No, it's Tiger Waititi. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can never pronounce that. I don't think I say his first name right. I think we'd call him Tiger. I, I don't. <laughs> and, anyway, yeah, right. Tiger uh, King Watiki. Yeah, but the people of New Zealand wanted to um, tell everyone about the plight of the bat, even though last year he was mainly about the bat. So um, they made him the bird of the year. Which... Bird of the year. Bird of the year. Would you not oh, just... for that bat. Would you not just um, uh, just have bat of the year and just be done with it? I would have thought so. That's just weird. Um, talking about uh, Down Under, have you seen New Zealand have fired a, uh, a government official who has been employed for uh, 23 years he was employed for? Do you know uh, what his job title was, this uh, official in New Zealand? Oh, I do know this one. Because for the first time in 23 years, there's no longer a wizard on the government's books in New Zealand. Exactly. Sorry, um, I've ruined that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Normally, I'd know the answers to critters, but I couldn't let them on slide. <laughs> so, yeah, 23 years. Um, he'd been getting an annual paycheck of $16,000, um, which isn't a lot, really, but... Uh, I mean, just to be the, the national wizard, you get paid more than that to be a special wizard. I'll tell you what, I wish I was getting $16,000 a year. Yeah. Do you know why they let the wizard go? Because he failed his owls? No, no. no. Yeah, because he could not pass? <laughs> no. I know. Oh, well, that was a was joke then. It was a joke then. I know. Well, very surprised by the joke. joke. Hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on. Hold it, hold it. It's coming. There you go. Yay. Yay. Um, no, it's because the the wizard doesn't fit the city's new marketing direction. Oh, I'll tell you what, he must be going through a bad spell. Oh, there we go. He's off. Oh, yeah. What does AMJ think? Nah. Oh, well, that was good. Nah. <laughs> oh, no, shut up. Nah. No. <laughs> oh, dear. I tell you what, though, he could just get on a boat and go across to Australia and become the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but anyway. All about. That's... Oh. A, a wizard, a wizard um, this is a bit naughty, this is. Have you not gigged lately? You seem to be very eager to do jokes. A wizard, a wizard, right? A wizard doesn't finger his wife, he licks her. 
<laughs> it took me a while. I'll tell you what, though. Did you see that cow? That cow wizard? He was into moodoo. Are you having stand and deliver withdrawal symptoms? <laughs> I've not done a caption competition in ages. I need to do another one. How much are tickets to wizard sporting events? I don't know. About a quid each? Quid each? Quid each? Oh, no. that, reminds, that reminds me of that famous um, golfer who used to be a, a wizard. Harry Potter. No, 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 no. As we know, Halloween's gone. That means... That means it's time for snow. It's, it's the Christmas it's time for a blizzard. It's time for a blizzard. A blizzard. Oh, the wizard blizzard. Well, it used to be funny. But yeah, everyone seems to be starting to get into the Christmas spirit. Now that you get onto the 1st of November and that's it. Christmas everywhere. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And um, Heinz launched a very special soup. They they do the uh, the big soups, the chunky soups. They launched a very special one, and it was only a 500-can production run, uh, which sold out within hours of its launch. So, And people are demanding it back on the shelves. What is it? What is their new special big soup? I'm not sure I know this, but I do know that um, Lynx did last year released a wizarding deodorant, and it was called Exmeliamus. You can't, some people can't say this, but his face is so happy. I've never seen him so happy ever. Anyway, what is, is the- it? Is it called, is it called Rudolph's Dandruff? <laughs> no. Oh. Is it um is it Santa's balls? Is it Santa's balls? No. no. I, I I reckon um is it sprout soup? Uh kind of. Is it's yeah. not Christmas dinner soup, is it? It is a full Christmas dinner soup. Uh it was sold at one pound fifty a can, completely sold out now, and people are demanding to get it back on the shelves. Um, because people are, you know, it's predictions that there's going to be lack of turkeys this year because of yeah. all the... Um... Well, guess what? Ooh. Guess what I did last weekend? What? I bought the Christmas dinner. Oh, did you eat it? All? Eating smug. No, not eating it. It's all in the freezer, ready to be consumed oh. on Christmas Day with oh. Mar and Pa. That's all right, Em. Yeah, this special Christmas dinner in a can... Uh, contains big chunks of all your festive feasting favourites, such as turkey, stuffing, chunky potatoes, brussels sprouts, and even pigs in blankets. Nice. And I soup. I tell you what, I don't want it chunky. I don't want that chunk. I want them to blend it all down. No, because that's the idea of the big soups. Their big soups are all chunky. and it's, Yeah, it's... I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't want the big soup of that. Ooh, blend your it. own bloody Christmas dinner, then. All right, I will. And I'll make more than 500 and I'll sell them for £2 a can. Good isn't this, something, isn't this something out of Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? They just... Oh, yeah, just put it all in. Yeah, just all goes wonder, in and I sees wonder, what happens. I wonder what it's in. Has it got roast potatoes? What, in this one? Yeah. This one has, yeah. So are they roast or are they soggy... Potatoes. Probably, probably soggy potatoes. Stuffing balls. 
Yep, stuffing bowls. Told you it was all about Santa Claus. Mind, mind your own business. <laughs> do you need some new pants for Christmas? If anyone's listening. Actually, I do. My favourite pair of boxer shorts. I, I wear briefs or boxer shorts. And um, my favourite pair of uh, my favourite pair um, have perished, sadly. I've only had them six years. In that pair. Yeah. Honestly, honest, I, tr- I keep pants for as long as I can. I've got pants that are about... 12, 15 years old. Classic. <laughs> and somehow I still fit into them because if anyone knows me, I was a lot thinner 12, 15 years ago. So you've got you've got pants the same old the same age as your jokes. <laughs> They're not that old. All right. <laughs> yeah. Ella, uh, food experts have told shoppers that they should consider buying Christmas dinner in advance and stirring in the freezer. So you've oh, yeah. done exactly what the food experts have said. Look, this one done. Yeah. Technically, I am a food expert. Yeah. With my qualifications, I am. I can be considered to be a food, well, a food safety expert. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? So, Paul, have you got any weird news that you found for this week? Oh, I don't normally do. I normally use the same ones as you. Yeah. You want some weird news? Go on. I'll give you some weird news. I'd, I'd be honest. Let me just uh, load it up. Um, <laughs> Because I, I'm normally just toweled back in on the end of you and AMJ. I've not had to do anything original apart from no, AMJ. Is he around, Trev? Oh, I've turned him off. Oh well, yeah. didn't know you turned him on. <laughs> I've got another new story, ready to go. Oh, go on then. Fresh out the oven, like Tingy's Christmas dinner, um, or Brexit, um. <laughs> A mum has given birth to the third heaviest baby in the UK. Ooh. Does, does, if, any, if any of your friends have babies, do you really care about when they say how much it weighs? It, I just think... It's like, it's like yeah, having... I want to know how many people it's going to feed at Christmas. <laughs> ah. <laughs> have you Googled yet? Sorry? <laughs> I thought you were looking good. for a new story. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've got, I've got a new story ready, yeah. Because I don't think that mine was going to go anywhere apart from. Okay. How, how heavy was the baby then? Because people are going to be sitting at home going, "How bloody heavy was it then?" Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I want to know how, how heavy it was now. I want to know. If you miss me. Come, Trev, spill it out. We don't need well, you. It was, it was, it was very, moment. it was very big. They're now calling her vagina the car door, not the car door, the, the garage door. No. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what. Yay! Her vagina is now so big it can yes. be described as being a wizard sleeve. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's how comedy works, isn't it? Uh, sometimes. Cool back. Um, how fat was this baby? I, I don't. I don't think it said how fat the baby was. The weight. The third uh, heaviest in the UK. How was it? So I've just said that if your friends have babies, do you care? You obviously do then, don't you? It's like, come on, fetch it out. This, what a this, no now. Let's put it on the scales. The third heaviest baby in the world. The world? Oh, no, not, it's the UK, wasn't it? Yeah, According to Wikipedia, the boy was born on January 18th, 1879. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 1879, the world's biggest baby was two pounds. They've been growing ever since. Oh, 14 pounds. 14 pounds. 14 pounds, yes. 14 pounds. That's, that's a stone. 
That's that's an eighteenth of me. Actually, probably nineteenth. My trousers are getting tight again. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, Paul, did you find something then? Yeah, I did. So, right, you're feeling upset. Your dog's looking a. Your dog is looking a bit upset. Now, you both got dogs. Rub it in my face. Why don't you? I don't have one. I really want one. You both got dogs. Lovely dogs. It's looking a bit sad. How do you make it happy? With a bowl. Tickle his balls. Uh, so we've got. Oh, I do. Tickle his balls. Were you vetted before you get this dog, Trev? No, that wasn't though. Hey, Dad, I've got him. <laughs> no. You might, you might end up in care. Go on. So Critters has given it his bone whilst you're tickling its balls. What else could you do to make a, an unhappy dog happy? It's a dash hound, if that helps. It's a dash hound. Was he is he dash hound through the snow? Um I would throw a ball. Throw a ball. Throw a ball. Well, Trev was gonna flick them. Um anything else, Trev, from you? What would you do to make a dog happy? What would AMJ do? <laughs> he, he's looking. He's trying to figure something out. He is. Still on mute, so it doesn't work. <laughs> you're on mute, Trev. Trev, you're on mute. They're full of great things. And it was, a, it was a bigger tragedy that they did not keep Woolworths open, because imagine if Woolworths was still open now. That's correct, Paul. We, we could have done so much more with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, AMJ would have taken the dog to Woolworths, in all fairness. I agree with that statement, Mark. Oh, that was Paul. <laughs> It's just like being at a Trev gig. Um, so, um, how much money would you spend on a dog to make it happy? A pound. Get a load of dog treats. They're happy. Trev, how much would you spend? Well, before I came on, my dog was eating a square bit of wood that he's found in the garden. So, um, £5,000. £5,000? Yes. Well, That's how much it costs. a heavy bit of wood. That's it heavier was... than that baby. Well, hmm. this, I'm afraid to say, they didn't spend as much as you would, Trev. They only spent £2,000. Oh, only £2,000? Yeah, on 43 pairs of shoes and how many pairs of sunglasses? What? Hey, what? Why would you, what pairs, you hold on. Before we hang on. No, this is to make the dog 40, happy. <laughs> 43 pairs of shoes... That means he's got an odd set because you'd have to get them in pairs. You'd have to get quadruples. Yeah. Because aren't they getting him to walk on these? Either way, this is cruel. But how many sunglasses did they buy the dog? Four. Four. One. They bought one. One. One glasses. One glass. One glass. Just the monocle. Forty-seven. Forty-seven. That's more than I've got, and I'm a human. I've got one maybe. pair of sunglasses and their prescription. Did you just say yeah. maybe? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Don't know what you mean. Anyway, uh, why why are they buying this stuff for a dog? Because the dog looks unhappy. And when they bought it a pair of sunglasses, when they put their glasses on its face, it got, it got, got really excited. So they, they bought... Um... Excited? I've dressed him up like me once and he just looked really pissed off. <laughs> so why am I wearing this for? I'm surprised. Because it makes people laugh. You see, does it really? No, sometimes. Are, speak... you, are you slowly turning into buckles, Chris? I am. You've done it again. You've done, you've done it for the first time. Yeah. Tonight. Why have you called me Chris for? I tell you what, 
I tell you, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if Geraldine makes that same mistake later. But yeah, I tell you, I know. Why I've called you Chris because we're mm. meant to have Chris Barnes on tonight, and yes. you look so similar. I, I do. Yeah. Are we going to get like Chris Barnes on next week? Because I'm pretty sure IMJ's got a gig, so we might need a, a replacement. We can either get Trevor back on, or maybe even get Chris on. Yes, wherever you want, wherever you want. <laughs> Bear in mind, wherever they both, whatever Chris says, we'll probably be able. Exactly what I'd say anyway. So, oh okay. yeah, it's the AMJ Live show next Tuesday, the 9th of November, in Faversham. At what Ooh. now? Oh, it's I should make your arm available because I know he penciled me in for something. I hope that's not next week. That's mm, just his solo show. Five pounds yeah. on the door to see AMJ when we can see him for free every week. Well, some weeks. Yeah, well, let's not forget I was his warm up for his last um, solo show. Yep. Well, but but AMJ's off next week, so uh, we'll have to get another stand-in host. Yep. Um, have we got any? I know we've got uh, a good guest on this week's quiz, but uh, have we got anyone lined up for next week yet? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're all lined up now. They're all lined oh, up. Until, uh, who are they? End of December. I won't name them because I name them. No, because I normally have to go through three or four different bloody people throughout the week. Name and shame. No, because most. Don't most of them have really good reasons for where they drop out. Um, some of them don't. They just, it's just the case like, ah, oh, I've just listened to their podcast. So I'm not going on that. Yeah, well, you're the mug because we're yeah. in the top 20. You know, when you say to them, have a listen to the podcast to see how it goes. Oh, no, I never say that. that. I never say that. <laughs> no, you should. You should say that. And then if they realize how much fun it is, it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's. You know when you tell a story and you go, you had to be there? I think that's this podcast. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Uh, right, I've got one more final news story, um, which might be a good one. Do you know um, when people ring your phone the and it comes man. up with a number that you don't recognise, do you answer it? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, because sometimes it just says Northampton. It's like I don't know anyone in Northampton. So I got I got one from um, Italy this week. Really? Yeah, I answered it. I think I got one from Cyprus last week. Okay. Not my money they're wasting. It's theirs. Oh, what do they What do they want? Um, the people from Italy hung up. In all fairness, I actually know people who live in Italy, so I thought it might have been them. Would you uh, not have their number anyway? What's that? Would you not have their number anyway? I have their mobile number, but they might have been calling from a house or something. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know anyone who... Actually, I do know somebody who lives in Cyprus. I tell a lie. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's this chap there in Colorado. He went off hiking in the, in the woods and up into the, uh, into the mountains, uh, all around Mount Albert. Mm. Well, wow. um, didn't Victoria do that? No, Albert with an E, not an A. Oh, sorry. Cock, cock ring. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, that's how I make people laugh. Just saying random things. That's what yeah. I need. Yeah. Don't, I, don't I talk in right. Um, But yeah, this guy went hiking and uh, he hadn't been found. You know, he hadn't, he hadn't come back after 12 hours. So people start getting panicky and wondering where he is. 
Um, so there was a, a, a search party set up and people were trying to ring his phone. No, yeah, it wasn't being picked up. So they got more and more panicky. And then just after 24 hours later, he turned up back at the, uh, at the hut and said, yeah, I got, I got lost. I got lost, but I'm here now. And everyone was like, why didn't you answer your phone? And his main response was, didn't recognize the number. What? Yes. So he got lost, but he wouldn't answer the phone call from any of the rescuers because he didn't recognize the phone number. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a row where, oh, someone's rang, rang me. Even if it's a wrong number, you could say, hello, hello, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. Could you tell... Could you tell my friends that I'm lost and stuff? But no, no. Would make no. sense, but no. A, I mean, Colorado hiker. Colorado says it all. If you say so. Well, also, he's going on his own, so he's obviously got no friends. That's what it is, yeah. I like going hiking by myself. Uh, that's dogging. Can you dog by yourself? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> you, you, you need a dog. Let's ask our resonance dogging expert, Mr. Trevor Feelgood. I am a connoisseur of the dogging, and you can go on your own, but it's more fun with, it's more fun with friends. Do they have to be friends? They're, they're not your... a bit weird afterwards. Yeah, they're not your friend afterwards. No. No, they can't let you in the face again. Especially after what you've let. No, let's stop that there. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they say. <laughs> Let's, let's get the quiz on, shall we? Oh, do you mean it's worth getting David. the quiz? Is Dave and Geraldine actually around? Dave is. Ger- Geraldine in this stupor somewhere. Yeah, here's one. Actually, I forgot to mention this one. Have you seen that Toys R Us are going to be reopening some of their stores in the UK? Yeah. Yes. Operated by the Australian Toys R Us, though, to start off with until the UK uh, brand gets up and running again. So does that mean that Geraldine is going back to work at Toys R Us? No. Oh, no, that's Jeffrey. Is yeah. that like a brother or something? Relative? Some sort of relative? Well, the thing was, they originally had Geraldine, but after she turned up drunk and uppercutted a kid in the face, they had to, they had to get rid of her. Yeah. It's a sad day. After and the that, was, was millions it, of Jeffreys all under one roof. There was only one Jeffrey. Well, well that was the problem. That, that was the problem as well. They all left a... when Geraldine tried to shag them. Yeah, well, the thing was, Jeffrey had to leave. I mean, I don't know if you noticed that the, the Jeffrey changed after about 10 years after the sex tape of him actually singing, There's millions of little Jeffreys all over your face. Um, as <laughs> he went, How through. have you made it worse? <laughs> he's, he's got a way of doing it. When oh, AMJ isn't around, Paul ruins everything. When I was when I was little, I was. I'm going to be honest. I wish Geraldine told that story now. <laughs> when I was little, I was my my dad used to say that Father Christmas lived in Toys R Us, which is stupid. Why would I? I did believe it, and then we had to take something back. I was like, "Where is he?" he said, oh no, he's hiding. Like, what? Father why, Christmas. Why would I think that? And they went. They went to buy me a turtle wagon in in Toys R Us, and they saw a bloke with one. And they said, "Where'd you get that from?" And he said, "Toys R Us." <laughs> like, no, no, no. Where in, the, where in the store did you get it from? 
Well, let, let's find Dave, shall we? Let's find Dave. Yeah, let's find Dave before I bring down the decorum even further. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Let's, let's do it. Am I dreaming? Am I, am I dreaming? Dave, Dave, are you there? Hiya! Yeah, I'm here. Well, uh, and we're, we've got a returning guest today. But before we do that, let's have a jingle. Are you ready for a jingle? Go for it. Okay, this week it's me doing the jingle. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, it's time for the quiz with Dave the Elephant and Geraldine Giraffe. I'm an elephant, she's a giraffe. It's EG, example given. Right, <laughs> is everyone ready? We, we've, got, we've got three players. We've got three players. No, AMJ, he's not turned up to work again. Again. It's no surprise. Um, seems to be a feature of his. He, he's almost like Paul. Um, however, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. This one is going to the one with the mohawk with glasses and the beard. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, uh, I'm Mark and um, I'm the producer and I try to keep it all together. And um, I can see the beautiful white cliffs of Dover from where I am. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to give you 60,000 points just because you like the White Cliffs Dover. Um, over to you, other bearded chap with glasses and more hair than the other non-player. Hello, I'm Trevor Feelgood and uh, I'm here again. I don't know how this happens every week. I must, they must have something on me. Oh, I'll tell you what we've got on you. You not having a gig and bailing us out at the last minute. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, I do do gig, just it just happens not to fall on the day that you record. That is the only reason that I'm here. But we record seven days a week. Um, Over to uh, our special celebrity guest. He's a returning guest. He won last time. Will he win again? Probably not, because just before going on air, he said Paul had salad hair. G-Dog, uh. introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Garth D. Um, I have no idea, no idea why I'm here again. Well, oh, let's yeah. promise in. Let's get on with the quiz. Who <laughs> ready for the quiz? Yay, oh, quiz! Yay. 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 Yeehaw. So, as always, one question to, to all of you, but you all answer. Don't jump the queue. Tonight, we're going to start with DJ Critters. Going to, ooh, Trevor, feel good. And then going to the G-Dog himself, Gareth Dorian. Right. Now, DJ Critters, you love racing, don't you? It depends what kind. Motor racing. Yeah. With cars. Boom, boom, boom. Um, <laughs> so, you're going to love this question. Okay. Who invented the word vomit? What? Who invented the word Vomit. Who? Yeah. Um, no idea. Uh, I'm going to go with Albert Einstein. Why not? He's a clever man. Clever man. Um, oh, Trevor Feelgood. This is a question for you. Who invented the word vomit? Was it the Romans, meaning vomitarium or something like that? I think I've heard about it. I'm going with, I'm going with Rome. That's the final answer. Um, you're Ger with, Jeremy, you're going with Ronan Keaton. Yeah, we're going with Ronan Keaton. Oh, I thought you said Ronan's. All right, for comic for comic um, sakes, 
I'll go with Ronan Keating. It's the first time you've done that in your career. Uh, <laughs> what have the Romans ever done for us? Gareth Dorian, that's not your question. Your question is, who invented the word vomit? Alan Mirren. Is that your final answer? 100%. Oh, I'm afraid, Gareth, you get zero points because it's not Helen Mirren. It's the wonderful William Shakespeare. I thought DJ Critters would have got that. However, Gareth, I like the fact you had a pop-up poll because I ain't that good. You get yourself 22 points. DJ Critters, yeah. you get three points because you got a lovely smile. And Trevor Feelgood, I just... You just make me smile. You get yourself five points. Well done. Thank you very much, Geraldine. Um, who's ready for the next question? Yay. Okay, Trevor Field. Everyone's overexcited tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like playing at the uh, in Maidstone, in the in the club that's sometimes a strip club. Where where you didn't know when she's gonna go on because the MC just pulled out of the hat. Yeah, oh, whatever hat on a strip club. Yeah, called your name out. You didn't know when you was going to go up. Ah. Yeah. Well, what? The pole? Yeah, pole. Um, well, j- j- um, are you... I forget your name. Who's Dave? Uh, elephant guy. Dave, sorry. Dave, so do you, do, do you perform in Maidstone? I haven't, but I watched Paul perform there once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And he was it was a real fun gig, it was. But we'll talk more about that mm-hmm. later. Um okay. Rob, Trevor Feelgood. What is measured in Mickey's? Uh mice. Hello. No, thank you. Uh Gav Dorian, the G Dog of Medway. Um uh-huh. what's measured in Mickey's? Mickey's. What's measured in Mickey's? Um, uh, homeless people. Okay. DJ uh, yeah, Feelgood almost spat his tea out. <laughs> what, what is measured in Mickey's? Oh, sorry, was that for me? Your DJ Critters? Right. Um, I reckon it is the um, the level of jokes you can do against a person as in how many mickeys can you take out of someone mm. that was so I... contrived DJ Critters you've lost your points Yay. Gareth Dorian we all know that you measure the homeless in vagabondage and Trevor Feelgood I'm, I'm astounded you got it correct yes I'm more astounded it was meant to be a joke it is the speed of a computer mouse. You said mice, but I'm going to give you the points. Well done, son. Well done. Thank you. Well done indeed. You've made you've made a draft very happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. I thought it was benefit bear's job. I didn't have to pay for that. I'll tell you what, son. You don't have to pay tonight. Just give me a flash of your winning smile, and let me wear your specs. Thank you, Jodine. Not quite sure what that all means. But um, now, Gareth Doran, you used to run a comedy night in Maidstone, didn't you? Mm, yeah. The movie the Aha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you had you had uh, a night on the 28th of March, 
2013. That's right. Yep. Can you name the lineup from that night? Yeah. Go on then. Uh, Paul Tingey, Mark Simmons. There was a guy called Strangely Brown, uh, Dingus, uh, Frank, uh, Seamus Applekick. Do you know, shall I tell you why he was called Seamus Applekick? Go on then. Was he Irish? Because, yeah, he was. He was Irish. He was called Seamus Applekick, true story, because at school, uh, one lunchtime, the teacher sent him to the shops and said, Seamus, give me 10 silk cut. Uh, they're cigarettes, by the way. And if they have no silk cut, give me something else. And he came back with an apple pie. Okay. Right. Well, there's a different list to what I <laughs> So, the same question goes to you, DJ Critters. Um, On the 28th of March at the Moo Moo Ha Ha, who was the lineup? Um, uh, a bunch of comedians. Some of them, stretching it for some of them. Um, Trevor Feelgood. I'm sure you must have performed at the Moo Moo Ha Ha, but did you perform there on the 28th of March 2013? No, but... Jeanette Cranky, uh, the Cheeky Girls. Um, I've run out, run out of um, comedians to say. Uh, yeah, like, loads, loads uh, Michael McIntyre, Mickey Flanagan. They're all there. They're all, they're, they might not have been on stage, but they were there in the spirit. Well, I'm Gareth, darling, you get the most points. Geraldine. What? 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 Yeah, because he was there. That's the why he knows. I was just going to say. Charlie, there was one. This is actually a true story from that night, right? There was one guy who had never done stand up comedy before, right? And he was meant to be going on. He was from Ramsgate. I can't remember his name. And just as he was about to go on, like I, I said to him, right, you're on next, whatever his name was. And he says, right, 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 I'm going. And he, just as I was about to call him, you know, to go on, he comes up to me and whispers in my ear, I have to go because. Um, there's been a serious car accident. And so, and so I have to get back to Thanet right now. And he disappeared forever and was never seen again. And well, then... Let's see if recognise his name. It was basically the worst. It, 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 he basically just didn't want to do it. He made it up. Well, let's just say if he had gone on, I think there might have been the car crash. So the line-up that <laughs> night... Uh, Mr. Dorian, you got two people from that night. DJ Critters, you said a bunch of comedians, so you get more points. Uh, wow. Trevor Feelgood, I think you was just being silly. But the oh. lineup for that night, in no particular order, was Paul Tingey, Alex Folks, Dave Bailey, Sophie Richardson, T. McHugh, Weiss Williamson, Peter McAloof, Karen White, Dan Cardwell, Christopher Betts, Ben Scales, Colin Bryant. Mark Simmons, Lucy Fennell, and Cornelius Mendes. What a lineup! And what was the point of that question? What What was the? How did you know that? Because he's got it written down. That's why. Uh, the, the point of that question. <laughs> why, why would Why would you write that down? That's like Dave, you're a psychopath. Dave is very <laughs> friendly with Paul, so so Paul was there. 
How would we know what the lineup was apart from if we had been there? Look, it's the, effing the ridiculous. The, the point is, I, I was just trying to be nice to our guest and Ow. ask a question uh, about him. All um, right. Okay. And I tried to do it. I always ask people in advance. And Gareth said he'd like one. Yeah, I've so, been trying to forget that night for years. <laughs> I've been, I've had like really like serious amounts of counselling, trying to forget about the performance of one particular person that night, Paul Tingley. He was, <laughs> so, he was so bad. He, there, was, there was actually a power cut. He was that bad. Do you remember the power cut? I tell you, I wasn't there, but that's not the way Paul recalled it to me. He said he was the fourth best comedian night. <laughs> Cornelius Mendes won the night. He won a little trophy. Yeah. But the the, the way I knew no, he didn't. Was, it, no, it, it was Lucy. Oh, it was Lucy. That is correct. However, she then gave it to Cornelius at a stand and deliver night. He's not getting extra points for that one. Hey, you lose points now, Barnsley. Who the f is Barnsley? You're Trevor Fielkers. <laughs> what is happening tonight? <laughs> Barnsley? John Barnes is here? John! Yeah. I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how I know that. You've never ever got it wrong until tonight. This has been recorded. I did that bit out, Critters. No, oh, leave yeah. it in. <laughs> that's the, that's the. <laughs> edit it. I might just say something really racist so it gets cut out. But no, feel good. You shut up. You've lost two points. Yeah, all right, Paul. I'll yeah. I, I tell you. I'll tell, I tell you. I'll tell you how I know that because I got access to Paul's emails. All right. And Garth Dorian sent them on the 19th of March 2013 at 19 minutes past the hour of 10 p.m. As I'm, I am fundamentally depressed now thinking about that evening. I, I am so, like, I hope that there's some kind of after show, you know, um, consultation I can have with some sort of mental health first aiders. Well, all I can suggest is maybe she'd been better at MC and it would have been a better night. Right. <laughs> this, I, I don't mean that. I'm a big fan of yours, Gareth. And th there were at least four comedians who were absolutely woeful that night, um, including the one with the car crash that you mentioned, who was not Paul Tingy. Right. We're back to you, critters. But uh, on, on a serious note, if you, uh, if you do need to call someone, then call Mind. Well, can Call yours? Yeah, anyway. What do you mean call yours? Mine? Mind, as in the charity. Mind. Oh, mine? Mind. I mean, there's oh, yeah. Of there's like of ones. If you need help, Calm is to... a good one, as you mentioned there. Calm. So 0800 585 If you need some... It reminds me, I, I used to get confused when I looked at the back of, um, you know, ice cream vans. I used to say, mind that child. Mind that child on the back of an ice cream van, and that is why I went in the, you know, I opened the crash. <laughs> oh, I like that joke. Thank you, Gav. Um, Just right, it's moving really on. DJ Critters. Yes. What sir. is the hottest planet in the solar system? Well, I quite fancy no. Um, hottest planet in the solar system, probably the one that's closest, which is um, that that one. Mercury is the closest planet. Oh, um, 
Yeah, sod it. That what I do then. That's the closest one. We'll go with that. That's got to be closest to the sun. That's got to be the hottest. Okay. TFG. There's no sort of, there's no need for that misogyny. There's curves. Um, nice rounded curves. <laughs> no, well, look, God loves Saturn the most. That's why I put his ring on it. Right. Uh, TFG, did Trevor feel good? Uh, you know, remember my name now. Um, so, oh, I didn't Trevor. get the name wrong. Geraldine did. He I'm sorry. Because because we was meant to have we was meant to have the the delightful Chris Barnes on this week, but unfortunately yeah. he was busy doing a podcast somewhere else. He was. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. away. He's away at a dogging convention uh, in St Margaret's Bay. This sounds more like a Trev thing. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm a big friend. I'm a. I'm his friend, and I'm not having this. Trev, what's uh, the hottest planet in the solar system? All right, Uranus. <laughs> After a lovely little smile, Gareth Dorian. Yeah, the. What? Wait, this... the question. What is the hottest planet in the solar system? Um. Well, I know where the best place to get property is in the solar system. And that is uh, Mercury because the surface of Mercury is so hot right now. <laughs> right, Jody, purse out the misery. What's the answer? I'm afraid you're all incorrect. Right, However, right, you did make, right, right. You, gee dog, you did make the lovely Dave trumpet trunk out of his trunk so you get five points uh, however the answer was venus it has the temperature of 460 degrees celsius she got it Ooh, baby she got it tampons your penis um, right okay so trevor feel good i hear you like um the sexy times I do like sexy times, yes. So, you, you will like this question. If a duel happens between three people, what is it actually called? If a duel, what was with swords? <laughs> well, that's Sword, swords. That's not, <laughs> that's not sexy time. That's... I, I don't, I'm not very good at linkage. Just, just go back to the first question for DJ Critters. Right. All, right, all right, dueling banjos. I, I don't know. I don't even understand the question. Dueling banjos. <laughs> uh, Gareth Dorian, what is a duel between three people called? Uh, uh, a menage a trois. Oh, yes, cheeky little bastard. That's you on a thousand points. <laughs> DJ, DJ Critters, what is a duel between three people called? Good morning, madam. I'm going to say a threesome. Oh, bloody hell, you're getting me hot under the collar here, boys. But let me tell you, I love the idea of somebody dueling banjo strings together, so bye bye bands. So it's not my fault. I'm looking at the screen and they look quite similar. The difference is Chris does not wear glasses. There's a name. There's a name on the screen. Chris. I've specially worn them just so you would know who I was. It says Trevor. 
Geraldine, uh, read the bloody screen. It says it, Trevor. It doesn't come up with a f***ing name when he's not talking. And when I'm talking, he's f***ing quiet. Like, you should be, your f***ing Change it. Change your view, then, to have everyone on there. I've got everybody on there. But when he's quiet, there's no f***ing name. There's it only me. comes up with a name when someone's talking. Uh, there is for me. I can yeah. see my name. You I can see settings. Clever Trevor. Dave, Dave and Geraldine, uh, DJ Critter's producer and Gareth D. I can see them all the names. Yeah, well, okay. congratulations. All I've got to say is, Barnsley is a better lover than Philgood. Oh, right. He's more central and more sensuous, <laughs> and he isn't on the list that Trevor is. That, is that is true. Your age? No. The answer. What did Mark say? I said, is, is Barnsley more Geraldine's age? Um, I don't know. I think we're quite similar ages, I think. Gilding? Yes. I'm only, I'm only 24. No. Paul's 34. Mm. Geraldine's illiterate and innumerate. (laughs) And you're a cunt. (laughs) You missed out the Irish bit. I don't want to get done for racism. So... Anyway, well, it's too, li- too, late, too late for that, Geraldine. It fucking ain't, son. Back to, back to the adventure park for you. I'm not going back there. <laughs> so, anyway, the answer, if anyone was interested, was a true. Oh, okay. Trevor Phil Good gets points because um, I like the idea of people playing in banjo strings and a threesome. But Gareth Dorian was getting points, but he's ruined it for himself now. And uh, DJ Critters. Yeah, one point. Oh. Was that a real person making that noise? Because, oh. yeah, it sounds like it sounds a bit like MJ. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's one of our former guests, um, Robin Perkins. Oh. This one's actually someone that's on here now. Oh. Why did you recall that when she came on? That is just weird. That's just weird levels that even I wouldn't go to. I can't remember Crit- what happened. Do you have to Crit- listen back to the episode that she was in? Because I can't remember, I mean, but I went, I'm clipping that. I think Critters, Critters should be on some kind of national register for recording that. Yeah, put him on the list. It. Get him on the list. Go on, get on the list, Critters. Where's Randy? I'm on the phone to him. Well, Voldemort, don't, don't call him by his real name. Hey, Randy? I don't want to start this here. Who's feeling <laughs> What's the next question, Dave? <laughs> Come on, Dave, I love you. You're a very nice elephant. The next question is, who is... Oh, no, you're joking. No. Before, before we came on onto the show, we had a special request from our listener. Mm. He wanted a question about vampires. So, Gareth Dorian, coming to you first. In this question about vampires. Ready? Right. Yeah. In public places in the state of Florida, what's illegal to do when wearing a swimsuit? Um, uh, lactate while looking at a picture of Paul Tingey. That's a very disturbing thought. But one that lots of women have done. <laughs> Actually, I know something interesting about vampires. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, go on then, son. All right, so do you know where <clears throat> the what was the cause of the New England New England vampire panic? Have you ever heard of that, Geraldine? Oh, I, I've read about it. 
right? So the New England Vampire Panic was in the 19th, 19th century in a place on the eastern, on the east coast of America. And essentially everyone thought vampires were everywhere, right? But it was actually because of tuberculosis, right? And I don't know if you know this, but tuberculosis was used to be called consumption. And it was called consumption because it looks, it's a kind of disease which consumes your life force. And for some reason, some really thick Americans thought it was some um, So what they used to do was people would die from tuberculosis and be buried. And other people would dig up their bodies and think that their long nails and the fact that their organs had turned to blood and their long hair and their white faces was as... Um, evidence that they were vampires. So they would take a, a stick and hammer it through the corpse's body to nail them into the ground, to stop them getting up at night, to go and suck people's blood. And that is where most vampire, you know, things that you see in films about vampires come from, from that very um, period. And- no, uh, This is each year, not QI song, because you'd have got a load of points for that. But, uh, but, the reason, but the reason why I was telling it is because it reminds me of <laughs> it reminds me of like when I, I went to vamp, Vampire College, right? You know, Vampire College. And the best part was the graduation day because we all had to stand up and be counted. <laughs> yeah! Oh, the payoff I don't think was worth it, but it's oh. worth seeing your happy little face. <laughs> if only the listeners could see it. It was, it was a poor story upon reflection. That's another vampire joke. Yeah, because they don't they don't reflect. Yeah, that's why I said it. Yeah. Oh, I was just explaining the joke. Yeah, it's uh, the jokes always are better when you explain them. Who's good job on me then? Dave's very good at that. Yeah. Right. Right, let's get on with this then, shall we? Oh, I've got a vampire joke. Do you want to hear it? Yes, nice. please. What should you do? Yeah, we all have to we all have to do a vampire joke. Geraldine and Dave and Trevor and Critters, please. What should you never serve a vampire at a, a, a dinner party? What? Paella? No. Kiora. No. <laughs> Kiora. <laughs> a fairy cake. A steak. Uh. <laughs> right, come on then, Trev, your, your vampire joke. So I literally have no jokes about vampires. Why oh, Trevor. Tell you what, DJ Critters, can you edit that out later? We've just got Trevor saying, I've literally got no jokes. I've got no jokes. <laughs> no, nothing. Um... Like they're hanging upside down, and um, I'm trying to think of a pun. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Get Mark Simmons on, he does this all the time. Oh, he's got loads of videos. Oh, say vampire, and then I'll come up with material. I can't, no. um, all mine scripted. So, and uh, so. Is it? <laughs> DJ Critters. Um, oh, I was gonna tell a vampire joke, but then I realized that it sucked. Oh, bollocks, you done that one. Oh, Trevor, do you want me to tell Trevor one and then he and you can edit it in later? Oh, he's got a thing <laughs> no. to call himself. 
I've thought of three whilst we're just waiting. I, I thought of a brilliant one. Go on then, sunshine. Right, so quite convoluted, like. Hey, you do the convoluted joke. I can't believe that for a second. <laughs> I, I tell you, whilst we're waiting for Garf to come back to speed, did you, uh, did you hear my joke? Vampires like nothing more than sucking blood. What? No, I said Count Dracula's a pain in the neck. And for herbal tea, what they do is they go to sanitary bins and get out the used tampons. Nice. Um, How'd you kiss a vampire? Carefully. Am I back? Am I, can you hear me? I'm not ready. Try again, Gareth. Uh, it's unbelievable what Trevor. Right. So I, I knew. Look at jokes. Is, is Trevor reading from a joke book? That is like the, the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the Harry Hill book of jokes. I'll do a few more <laughs> vampire jokes. <laughs> Why are we doing this is like bigger one of your Halloween. gigs, Paul. Halloween was last week. A vampire bit of snowman. He got frostbite. No, I'll tell a joke. I'll tell, I'll tell Paul's joke. Shall I get Paul in to tell his joke about vampires? Go on him. No. Yes. I'm here now. Right, so... What we what happened was what happened was right. It's Halloween last week, wasn't it? Halloween at the weekend. Yeah. Who's this bloke? Who are you? Um, so I was doing I was doing a gig right, and um, it was it's fancy dress for Halloween, and uh, everyone thought, you know, I was dressed up. I was dressed up right as the tooth fairy, but people thought I was a vampire. They kept shouting out, "Your count." At least that's what I thought they said. <laughs> Right, so I've, I'm going to try one last time my vampire joke, right? Which I've just made up. I mean, sorry, uh, I didn't make it up. But, you know, it's something that happened in real life because it, it requires it. So I, I knew this vampire at the vampire college, right? And he used to have a special set of teeth, which he used to bite into willing women's boobies, right? Fangs for the mummeries. That joke was just my blood type. I actually saw Geraldine's eyes moving from side to side, trying to work that out. I tell you what, that was fantastic. Thanks, Geraldine. Thanks. Have you got any more jokes out of your book? No, I've just put it back. I've just shut it again. Now, now we know where he gets all his books from. Harry Hill. Oh, well, no, only when I'm doing um, live streaming. Everything else is written. I don't want to be done for plagiarism again. What's, what's a vampire's favourite fruit? Uh, I won't just say what I was just thinking. What is it? What is it, Paul? Sorry. Blood orange. I, I get Paul back Blood in. orange. It's not blood orange, Garth, I'm afraid. It is nectarines. Oh, I, I think we've still got a question to go through on this quiz haven't we we have yeah uh, yeah i think so, Trev's looking through his uh, his book of DJ right. jokes let's, let's move on how does it how do you help a how does dracula help a baseball team he turns into a bat there we go it's, it's worth it wasn't it moving on then so um gareth dorian yeah i've forgotten oh no i've not for, your answer was lactating well, I was looking at a picture of Paul Tingey. Oh, yeah, we were still <laughs> answering a question. I forgot oh, that. Yeah. DJ Critters, in public places in the state of Florida, what's illegal to do when wearing a swimsuit? Um, wee. It's going to go, wee! 
on a roller coaster or, or wee yourself. Urine. Urine. Pissing yourself. Ooh, no need to be so vulgar. Whether that's laughing or that's 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 a, that's an edit for you. Piss Ooh. myself laughing. Gareth's sad enough. He's off. Right. Time to make me feel good. I'm the only one to get your name right all night tonight, Trevor Feel Good. So, in public places in the state of Florida, what's legal to do when wearing a swimsuit? Uh, defecating. D- defecating. I was going to say vampire jokes, but then I think that a bit might get cut out. <laughs> I like the way Trevor sounded like a, a mad scientist when he said, defecating. <laughs> We've got. I, I can't defecating. believe it. We've got lactating, urinating, and defecating. <laughs> Woo! The three species. The, the trifecta. That's like the worst date ever. Are they dance groups on Britain's Got Talent? All right, fine then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we'll back out. Well, I'm afraid you're all incorrect. The answer is oh. singing. What? The answer is singing. You shouldn't swing. Swing? That's all bloody hell. That's a Freudian slip. <laughs> you can swing in my swimsuit. So, at the end of that shash, the scores are in last place. It's DJ Critters with 52 points. Well done, DJ Critters. You've done well. In second place, he can't retain his title. It's the lovely Garth Dorian. If it was up to me, Garth, you'd win every time. But people might start talking, especially your wife. So, for the first time ever, our winner is Trevor Feelgood. That makes a change. Thank you. With 82,003 points. Yeah. I didn't think I answered that many questions. Don't worry, son. Don't take care of the points. Now. I, you should win it just for the way you said defecating. Defecating. <gasps> so, this is what Dave normally does, but I'm taking over from Dave this week because... I'm a sly little bitch. Now, Gareth, before we go, we know you've got nothing to plug and promote because you're, you're a humble guy. And even if you did, you wouldn't take the opportunity. So, Gareth, what I'd like you to do for me, for all of us, is to give us a word of advice. All right. A word of advice. Uh, don't ever... Uh, let Paul Tingey come and stay in your house without his pyjama bottoms. And why is that, son? Why is that? Yeah, we want to well, know. It's, it's, you know those three words we, we mentioned in the last question? Lactate, defecate, urinate. And menstruate sometimes as well, amazingly. He does have a problem with his stomach that causes him to bleed out the arsehole, so... 62 bonus points for the next time you're on Gareth. Now, I tell you what, Paul's put on so much weight, I think he's auditioning for that famous TV show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> terrible. Absolutely bloody terrible. Can you edit the fucking, can you edit out the, like the, the tumble, tumbleweed? Look, <laughs> Geraldine and Dave are funny. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is one way to describe them. Like, yeah, we're, we're much better than Paul anyway. So we'll say so. We, one of our one of our fans that always listens every week only listens because of Dave and Geraldine. Doesn't doesn't like the rest of us. Just Dave and Geraldine. Dave and who, son? Geraldine. 
You did say Geraldine first time. You said something completely different. What did I say now? Uh, you, you just mispronounced my name and you upset me. I think you said you, you said it with a J, not a G. Nah, you fucking know. Anyway, uh, one thing we always ask our guests, and we didn't get you to do it last time that you was on, is to do a little bit of a soundbite, um, very similar to, let's find someone who done one recently. Uh, this was Rena. Hi, I'm Rena, and I am a dreamer. And we had... Nick Parton. I'm a dreamer. Uh, who else did we have? Oh. I'm Dickie Richards, and I'm a dreamer. Fancy doing something like that for us, Gareth? So, just <laughs> your name, and I'm a dreamer. My name's Gareth Dorian, and I'm a dreamer. Not a new smash. When, you, when are you doing it in your uh, voice, then? In your American voice? Ah, f*** off, Geraldine. <laughs> Bloody giraffes. Right, well, uh, that about brings us out for the end of the show this week. So, uh, thank you very much, Gareth, for coming on. Uh, Trevor, for standing in for AMJ again. Uh, of course, we're back normally next week, hopefully. Um, no, actually, I think AMJ's off again next week. I think he's off doing a gig. So we might need Trevor back again. Who's fucking booking that shit? I don't know. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. So, uh, yeah, thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in. Oh, and no, good no, night. Hold on. Before we go. Before Why? we go. Why? I've got one last <laughs> question. Why? Why? What a God. Gareth, are you ready for this question? It better be good. Mm -hmm. What is your favourite memory of Paul Tingey? All right. My favourite memory of Paul Tingey is when I was standing outside uh, a club in Dover or a pub in Dover and he he looked at me with sad eyes and said, Go! <laughs> no, he didn't, he didn't say it like that. He said, uh, he said, he said, Gareth, I'm allergic to pineapple. That's my favourite memory of Paul Tingey. Nice. Because it's true, isn't it? Is it true? Is it? You, no, you... it's not true. Paul's not allergic to pineapple. He's allergic to pineapple. On that note, you, are, you all say goodnight. <laughs> Should we all say goodnight and run away from this? Goodnight, everyone. Goodnight, everyone. Sweet Bye. dreams. Bye. And if you See think you're make sure they're wet. Bye-bye. Musical Insights.